Hello and welcome to Let's Be The Change podcast, the show that dives deep into the real reason why we still debate change. In today's episode, we sit down and we talk about Jalen Walker. Jalen was a son, he was a grandson, a nephew, a brother, a soon-to-be husband, and a dear friend to many. His life was tragically taken on Monday by eight police officers in Akron, Ohio. While there is still body cam footage and audio recordings set to be released to the public, I feel that we need to take this time to talk about Jalen and how this situation escalated as quickly as it did. Without further ado, I'm your host, Sigarita, and you're listening to Let's Be The Change podcast. Jalen Walker was a 2015 graduate of Butchell High School, located in Akron, Ohio. During his time there, he made many friends and joined the wrestling team. After graduating high school, Jalen was a DoorDash driver, and for those of you who aren't aware um, of what DoorDash is, which I feel like the majority do, but those who don't, DoorDash is an on-demand food delivery service that lets you order food or drinks from a restaurant in your area. And of course, they've grown now to also include pharmacy deliveries and other household items. So during his hours that he would work DoorDash, he was really dedicated and hardworking. He continued to save the money that he would get from his DoorDash hours for this incredible wedding that he and his fiance, Jamisha, would soon have. Unfortunately, he had to say goodbye to Jamisha far too soon, just like what his family has to do with him right now. Jalen's fiance was struck and killed last month by a hit-skip driver, and unfortunately till this day, which happens to be a month later, the driver is still yet to be found. It's important that not only the city of Akron, but also the world remembers and recognizes that Jalen was not just any other black man. It's important to break any stereotypes or accusations, even judgmental statements that claim or pin Jalen to be involved in a gang or to be considered a thug. That's just not true. A lot of us are very well aware that in America specifically, we immediately plant in our minds to think that all black men carry guns, they're associated with a with a gang, and they're out to deal drugs and do bad things. This is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode. I want to give you a better insight of who Jalen was and just how many people he was loved and adored by. He had plans to be an entrepreneur and he wanted to create a life that he enjoyed and adored with his fiance, just like every other person wants to do out there. So you're probably wondering what happened to Jalen Walker. Well, that's a great question. If you haven't picked up from the pieces of the intro, you'll come to hear that Jalen Walker was murdered by eight Akron police officers. And according to a recent CNN article, Police officers from the Akron Police Department attempted to stop a person, which later was identified as Jalen Walker, 
for a traffic violation around 12.30 a.m. on Monday, but the driver refused to stop. A chase ensued, and allegedly police said shots were fired at officers from the vehicle during the pursuit, which I will say still needs to be proven um, that that will come when the body footage and audio recordings are set, but there is something that I definitely want to tell you guys towards the end that I think is also beneficial for you guys to hear and keep in mind. Again, we are hoping to have all the audio and body cam footage by Sunday, July 3rd. Today is, um, again, July 1st, Friday, around 9.30 p.m. It is also heard that there won't be a full body cam footage just because of the ongoing investigation. According to the Akron police statement, they said actions by the suspect caused the officers to perceive he posed a deadly threat to them. In response to the threat, officers then discharged their firearms, striking the suspect. And this is the exact word-for-word statement that came from the Akron Police Department. Quickly, Jaylin Walker died from multiple gunshot wounds to the face, abdomen, and upper legs. But here's the thing, though, the part that CNN and other similar articles failed to mention, and that was the actual number of times that an officer's gun was fired. Not to mention the fact that a single officer did not use their de-escalation skills to help calm down the situation with Jalen. We have been told that all of the officers at one point tried using their tasers. Supposedly that didn't work. I don't know how there could be eight police officers all with their tasers out and that did not stop one person. I, I, the body cam footage will definitely come out to show a lot more, but I just find that we're really not telling the whole story here. So I, I, I'd be really interested to hear exactly how that plays out. I'd also like to point out that officers have a few different ways of going about traffic violations. So yes, in theory, they can pull over the car um, when they see it, but they also have the ability to take down a license plate and go about it that way as well. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that what Jay Lind did driving off after the police pulled him over was a correct choice, but if we're going to be really honest, any moment a black person in America passes or even comes in close proximity with an officer of the law, the entire energy and vibe changes. You suddenly feel the need to act proper, and I mean proper as in white. You've, I feel the need to act white sometimes so that I can try my best to blend in. Because there have been instances in the past with law enforcement that have gone left quickly due to an officer being racist or prejudiced and it, this is not a new concept to the united states it's not a new concept to me and it's definitely not a new concept to anyone of color that lives within this country after chasing Jalen's vehicle for roughly four and a half minutes Jalen is seen stepping out of his car while it's actually still rolling and running on foot. Officers confronted him in a parking lot on the Bridgestone Americas campus, where officers said they perceived a threat and fired their guns again after deploying tasers. In total, there were eight Akron police officers, and I might add seven were white and one was black. 
But I truly believe that what happened next is the saddest and most disgusting part. After the officers and Jalen were both on foot, the eight officers again had set off a total round of 90 bullets, 60 of which had actually hit Jalen. Just think about that. 60 of which had actually hit Jalen. When the medical examiner arrived, he found Jalen covered head to toe in bullets. He was laying on his back and he was in handcuffs. That's right. You absolutely heard that right. Not only did eight officers shoot 90 rounds of bullets, again, 60 of which had hit Jalen's body, but then they had the audacity to flip his body over and handcuff him. I just find that so, so disturbing, so sad. It makes me just want to cry and it makes me absolutely scared for what the future holds for the black men, not just in my life, but in other people's lives. All the black fathers, brothers, uncles, you know, nephews. It it makes me so scared. It's something that we continue to have to live with and I'm scared more than anything that we've just become so accustomed to this and it's not something that anyone of any race should ever have to get used to. Your people just dying like this and no one giving a shit and I I think it's just absolutely mind-blowing but yet not at the same time. By the time Jalen had been shot 60 times, it had punctured every organ in his body. If we're going to be really honest, after those 60 bullets had gone through his body, he was dead. He was not moving. He was down. He was no longer a threat. But then they still decided to handcuff him. Just think about that. Think about that being someone that you love. Think about that being your brother. Think about that being your dad, your uncle, someone that you love, just even a friend, a friend of yours, and put them in that situation. How would you feel? How would you act? What would you do to get justice for them? And so this is the part that makes me want to throw up and scream and cry and feel all those emotions. So why would the officers start chasing and shooting at Jalen. Well, I told you guys earlier that there was a traffic stop or a traffic violation that police officers had originally tried to stop Jalen for. And yes, he continued driving off. We discussed that already. And we also discussed that allegedly the officers claimed they heard gunshots as they were in pursuit for Jalen. But when the police chief spoke of what happened on Monday, he actually confirmed that the officers didn't recover a gun from Jalen's car. I will also add that we just heard about two hours ago, there have been roughly about two people outside of... Um, the police department that have actually gotten a chance to look at the whole body cam footage, which was, I believe, the attorney representing the Walker family in court and a pastor, I believe, like a family friend pastor of theirs as well, who my guess is going to be talking about Jalen on trial. They were able to confirm that 
there were never gunshots fired during the chase. There was nothing of that sort. So there have been cases in the past where police officers do hear other things going off and mistake them for gunshots, and that kind of puts them on high alert. And here's the thing. When it comes to a situation like this, you do not get any slack. You do not get any, oh, that's so, you know, it's okay. You, you just mistook it. Like, no. When you are in a line of duty, when you're in a line of work that is as dangerous and powerful as being a police officer, a doctor, a judge, you don't get to make mistakes like that, especially being a police officer because you do have a weapon. You do have the ability to change someone's life within an instant second, within one split decision. And I'm sorry, but I do not give you, I do not give you any slack. I do not give you any praise for you know, going with your gut and thinking that, no, absolutely not. So what is it that we need to change within them using their de-escalation skills? How do we stop this from continuing to happen? Because it's it's not fair that a man, a 25-year-old man, had lost his life and no longer gets to see his family and his family isn't grieving. And we have a police officer that when backed by the police department will be just seen as making a mistake when does that stop how many mistakes is the akron pd or any police department in this country allowed to make before we start holding them accountable so as of july 1st friday which is right now as i'm filming or as i'm recording this the officers involved in the shooting have been placed on paid administrative leave pending the investigation by Akron PD's major crimes unit and the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation. And that's all word for word according to the police statement that was given. So all officers involved in the shooting and the murder of Jalid Walker have been placed on paid administrative leave. So you're telling me that eight police officers or however many officers that were in total involved with the shooting get paid time off, get a vacation while being paid, while there is a family out there grieving and in distraught and trying to figure out how their life will go on without their baby boy. This just can't be right, guys. This this is not how we solve things. We don't punish officers by giving them paid time off. This is not the first incident that something like this has happened. It's time that we start paying attention and bringing awareness to more situations like this. Now, I understand that for a lot of you that don't follow things like this closely or specifically if you're a white person you don't follow this stuff unless it affects you personally but we can't do that anymore we can't make these excuses anymore we learned this in 2020 with the murder of george floyd we had to go out there and protest and make our voices heard and do these marches to show that we love our black men we appreciate them we need them in our lives And by police officers going on a shooting spree or kneeling on their necks or treating them with excessive force and not 
de-escalating a situation has gone for too long. When we have white men that get arrested and there is not a scrape on their body, and in fact, after that, they get served with Burger King order or McDonald's. Like, these are real cases. We're not making this up. We're not looking for attention. We're not trying to have you feel pity for us. All we're trying to do is create accountability and responsibility. That's all we're asking for. So then people like me and people who look like me aren't scared every time they hold an object that is small and that's a a black or a, a dark color. So people like me don't have to feel scared every time we come near or come across a police officer. It's not a way that we want to live. So what's next for Akron, Ohio? And what's next for the family of Jalen Walker? Well, as of right now, Jalen's family, his mother and his sister specifically, have begun filing a lawsuit against the Akron Police Department. They've hired an attorney who is going to represent the Walkers and present evidence to support their case in court, which again, we don't know any of that information yet. It's really just too soon to get all of that. I mean, the public really hasn't even seen the body cam footage, so we are waiting for a lot of that to come out. But they did recently do a press hearing to share a little bit of the information with their case. And it was very unfortunate, I I might add, because you could see his mother and his sister just breaking down into tears and weeping every time they even went a little bit close into detail to what happened with their son and brother. As for the community uh, and the city of Akron, for those that live near uh, know that the Rib White and Blue Festival was canceled and the mayor recently put out a statement where he said that this is no time to celebrate, which we all feel like we're aware. We weren't We weren't going to celebrate it anyways. We've never been one to celebrate independence anyways because we know that's just bullshit. It, you know, it's, it's not a reality for us. For white people, yeah, they get to, you know, they get to wear their red, white, and blue shirts and wave their American flags, but we don't have that luxury. We don't have that privilege because we know what independence actually means in this country and i guarantee you you ask any black person and they'll tell you that independence and freedom does not include them if anything it specifically excludes us so a lot of people just weren't in the mood to celebrate regardless and it's definitely been a difficult week if you are a woman in this country and if you are black in this country that is all that we have for right now again i'm filming this july 1st friday around 9 30 p.m i will continue to upload new episodes here and continue to post new content and keep you guys all posted whether you're listening from outside the Akron area or even outside of the state of Ohio you guys will have access to that as for this episode that's all I have for you right now I appreciate you joining me and listening to this there's a lot of work that needs to be done but I know that if we continue to stick together and use our voices to create change we are all going to make a better environment for our future kids and generations to come. And if you are a black person or specifically a black male in the United States, just know that you are loved and you are appreciated. I know the media and society gives you brothers a hard time, but 
just know that you're absolute kings and definitely don't go unnoticed. If you like what you heard in this episode, make sure you either subscribe or follow this podcast. That way you don't have to go searching for it every time a new episode drops. Also, feel free to leave a review if you enjoyed this episode. Honestly, after hearing some of your responses and the feedback from the first episode, I got really excited to come back to the mic and speak to you guys about some much needed to be heard topics. So definitely know that I I look at the comments, I hear your feedback, and I'm always looking out for you guys, just like I know you're always looking out for me. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. My name is Sagarita, your host for Let's Be The Change podcast. Take care and talk soon.